What's up, weirdos? Welcome back to another episode of Paranormal. I'm Heather. I'm Josh, and we did that in reverse just to mess with you. It also messed with you. You should have seen her. She was like, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm trying to do a TikTok video or something. Or a reel. No, I just... You never do the intro like I'm expecting, so I'm always just like a little. Uh, I'm keeping what? you on. I'm keeping you on your toes. I am so on my toes and not prepared. You are on your toes. <laughs> I kept you on them. You're like a ballerina now. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, for for real. No. <laughs> anyway, so what's new in the in the world of every? Oh, we've got some news. Oh. Holy balls! We got some big news. We do, yes. Um, well, actually, probably when this episode comes out, we are either going to have or have or, already had. Yeah. <laughs> that was a sentence. I know, right? I don't think I said it right either. <laughs> um, we are recording a podcast with the Bloodthirsty Times podcast. Yeah, another podcast that we actually listen to. They're very funny. They, mm -hmm. It's a true crime podcast, but they put their own humor into it. They do voices. They, they put a little spin on everything, and they, they tend to poke fun at the murderers a lot. Yes, and poor Richard. Richard is, is well, he's an, he's an abused employee. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah, so definitely check out the episode that we're in. But start from the beginning. Yeah, it's, they're good. It's intense because their details are really, really good. So I forewarn you, it's intense. Some of it gets a little rough even for me. And I'm, I'm just like, I don't know if I can listen to this one. This right. is a hard one. But their their content is really good. The way they put it together is really mm -hmm. good. I really like the way that they do the voices and everything in there. <laughs> uh, and the way they tell their stories. And then when they go off on their little tangents and stuff. But I digress. <laughs> it's so good. So yeah, check out Bloodthirsty Times. And when we get... The full, full info will also let you know and probably post about it. We already posted. It was so cute. They asked us to to episode three prom. Yeah, they say anything to us. It was adorable. <laughs> of course we said yes. How do you yeah. say no to that? No kidding. So Let's just hope they don't only give us a pen. <laughs> <laughs> I gave her my heart. She gave me a pen. <laughs> to tweak that a little bit. Right? Right. Give her a podcast. <laughs> she gave me a pen. <laughs> Anyways, so what are we talking about today? Well, this one was funny because it changed names so many times because it just it was like we wanted to to be one thing, right? But then like a Google search wouldn't provide it, so oh, it God. just ended up going with haunted amusement park. Right. Yeah, because if you if you do like a Google search for haunted attractions, all you're really finding are like. The Halloween scare parks or the trailers mm -hmm. or the not scary farm. Freakling Brothers. Right. Stuff like that. And that's not what we were looking for. We were looking for the real deal, the real haunts, the real stores, the juice. Yep. The spectrals, the 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 secret of the ooze. Ooh. <laughs> ooze. <laughs> I should have instead of said ooh first, I should have said ooze. It ooze. <laughs> so we've got some stories to tell. Do you yeah. want to go first on this one? Yeah. All right. 
So Heather's going to go first. Where, where are we going to first? Oops, sorry. I hit my mic. I do that a lot. Yeah. You should see this little mic set up. It's not the most ideal. <laughs> I'm in a glass case of emotion without the glass. But we're we're literally... Th this has just been an evolution of things with this podcast. Uh, we started out with like one mic, then then we had two, then we had USB mics. Now we have XLR mics mm -hmm. and we're a little bit better and we keep evolving, mm -hmm. but we need to invest in a desk. Yeah, <laughs> We do this on a couch with some end tables. But uh, as, as Emily said, she, she wanted our couch goals. She had our comfy goals. Yeah. Um, it is so, yeah, it's, it's comfy. We're on a couch, so it's de it's definitely comfy, but I have to be kind of wedged into the corner of the couch in order for this mic to work for my face. Right, and I just hit my mic with my <laughs> <laughs> Oh, we're off to a great start, and we're not even drinking on this one. Darn no, it. No, I know, right? We're I, like five minutes in and already nonsense. Just five minutes of nonsense. Hopefully I, you're still with us. I think we should do another drunk episode though or a drinking episode where we're telling stories or like I, we were i was telling you the other day we could do one but do it like um stories from the internets yeah that'd be a fun one <laughs> but or drunk stories from the internets what what i would most wish for is our listeners to tell us what our next drunk history episode should be that about. would be great that's what i most uh, I was I would say my Christmas wish, but it's freaking February, so I can't uh, say that's my Christmas wish. Right? Well, um, it's your Valentine's Day wish. I'm pretty sure Valentine's Day will have passed by the time this episode comes out. Well, what, we're way ahead. What like <laughs> gift holiday is after that? President's Day. That's you, what? The, <laughs> when have you ever gotten a gift on President's Day? I've gotten the day off on President's Day. That's a oh, gift. God, that is a gift. I don't think I even get that day off. <laughs> Well, not not anymore, but that when when I got that off, it was right. <laughs> oh my gosh, what a nice day to have off! Yeah. All right, well, let's get to your story. Well, listen, I didn't intend it, but both of my stories ended up staying in Ohio because Ohio is like the most haunted friggin' state. I'm coming to the conclusion. I feel like they need to be stamped with that badge of approval, like most haunted state in the United States because I swear we've already in in the what 30 episodes we've done have mm -hmm. covered how many places in Ohio like there's Quite a and few. there's still so much more there they have so many things going on there and it's almost like uh, like I was just looking at Instagram earlier today and I saw this really creepy house and it was uh one of the uh, another group we follow uh skulls and kittens was doing an investigation yes and the creepy house and I go oh guess where it's at obviously Ohio because mm -hmm. everything haunted in Ohio right that's where they got Mothman yeah they do got the Mothman I'm sorry I just hit the mic with my chin <laughs> because it's on top of my face oh we'll make another setup soon you need to get a like a picture of me scrunched in a Thing. Let me see if I can get a picture of you real quick. So, okay. So here's what's funny. So I actually have technically three locations. Oh. Because by the time I researched my second one, I realized that my second one was my first one. If that makes any sense. <laughs> I don't, I'm sure it'll make more sense when we get through it. Yeah. Okay. Well, if we have any listeners in Ohio, they're probably going to know right off the bat when I say what this place is, which what first place I'm going to be talking about. All righty. Um, 
So I chose Kings Island Amusement Park, which is in Mason, Ohio. I did look at this one for a while and I think I was, I was, and, and I think I ended up checking with you first. Cause I was like, I think she might be looking at this one, but this, I mean, this looks like a good one. Mm -hmm. So it opened in 1972. 1972. 1972. <laughs> um, prior to the opening in 1971, they had a preview at Coney Island on the Midway. Okay. So basically they were trying to get everyone excited about this new amusement park opening up. And um, they had a film playing showing what King's Island was going to be. I actually watched the video. Um, it was, it was on, it was on the King Island or King's Island. There's like a history page. Mm -hmm. And it's like an old video from the seventies showing them with the construction, getting it ready. Um, but basically they, they also had a mini replica model of the park. Okay. That people could look at. It was, it was like a hype thing for them, right? Yeah. It okay. was like, get, get excited. There's yeah. this brand new park. We're going to check this building. out. Look yeah. what we're making. Look how cool this is. Um, at that point in time, it was owned by Taft broadcasting. Okay. And upon opening, the park had 150 acres and 31 rides. Okay. At that time. Pretty good one. Yeah. And at that time, that first year, um, they had 2 million visitors that came to the park. Wow. So that's pretty, pretty good in 1972. Yeah, man. Yeah, 1972. Now turn Chevrolet to Currently, though, it has... 364 acres and 55 rides of which include a ride called the beast. Oh, the beast. At the time of uh, the rides opening, which was in 1979, it was considered the tallest, fastest and longest ride today. It's still considered the tallest. Wow. How tall do does it say how tall it is? I did not look that up. My apologies. Oh. <laughs> I'm just going to imagine it's really friggin' tall. I took the word of the website. <laughs> that right? It was the well, if it's on the internet, it's got to be true. Well, it was on Kings Island Amusement Park's website. I believe them. So, I, I mean, why would they lie? They ain't got no reason to lie. I, I think it's awesome. Anyway, Sounds amazing. There's also a ride called Son of Beast. Son of Beast. Yes, which is probably a mini version of the Beast, I would gather. Um, and it's the only looping roller coaster and also the tallest roller coaster. In 1972. No, they're saying currently. It's n no. The only looping. There, there's tons of looping roller coasters. Well, maybe the only. Oh, sorry. I hit the mic again. I just ran into it with my face. <laughs> um. It said the only looping and tallest. So like together. Maybe oh, it's okay. The, it's, it's maybe with that combination. That is the tallest while also looping. I, well, okay. I don't uh, know. I'll give them that. Again, I didn't, I didn't get as detailed. This was like basic history. I'm trying to give everyone. No worries. Yeah. I'm just a little bit curious. Research your damn self. This is all <laughs> I'm giving you. <laughs> um, 
And then they also have the world's first linear induction launch roller coaster. I don't know what that is, but it sounds horrifying. <laughs> it sounds like a science experiment. It sounds like the Superman ride, I would think. Linear induction launch. It sounds it's it's so it's like it sounds like magnetic tracks. Oh, I don't know. Anyway, um, I can't read this. My eyesight just got. Worried. I don't know. That sounds crazy. Um, but it's called Flight of Fear. And the drop zone, which is the tallest. I don't know how to say this in this term, but is it gyro? Yeah. Okay. Um, the tallest gyro drop in the world. Oh. Yes. Exciting. They currently see 3.2 million visitors a year. That's a that's 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 a pretty good amount. That's like more than 12. Gosh, I keep hitting the mic. Do you want to back it up a little bit? Was that, was Can that we? Or yeah, yeah, that's it, fine. Do I have to start shouting? No, you sound pretty good right there. Okay, that's good. Then it clears up so I can see this yeah. notebook here. The notebook. I tried to write more legibly so I can read it this time. Yeah. <laughs> that was a weird laugh. Was it? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a real laugh, but the second one sounded... Uh, yeah. Anyway. There is currently a cemetery that exists within the park called Dog Street Cemetery. It's literally still like on property. Wow. It's like in, in the amusement park. Yeah. So like um, it said it's actually near the front entrance where the parking lot is. So you you could like be parking right next to the cemetery that's on the property. Interesting. Um, the earliest recorded burial on that or in that cemetery was 1803 and the final burial was in 1869. So there are no further burials in that cemetery after 1869, but the cemetery stayed there. Yeah. Well, I mean, at least they're not like one of those ones like, hey, we're just going to disrupt all these tombs, move them and everything. Like I just leave. They're supposed to be in the same spot. Well, now. This might be happening. Never mind. Because <laughs> I was just about to roll into the hauntings. <laughs> so some of the current hauntings that exist or that have been uh, recorded and at this location, they say there is a five-year-old girl um, that I saw on a lot of websites, but on some, they kind of like scoffed at this nickname. So I'm not sure if it's accurate or not, but they say they nicknamed this five-year-old girl, Missouri Jane, um, because they believe it's the spirit of uh, Jane Galiner. She's actually from Nebraska though, right? I'm just messing with I'm you. I'm like, bro, I don't know. That's <laughs> <laughs> all serious. Like, I was totally just messing with you. <laughs> Oh, anyway, um, she has been described as four foot tall in a 19th century blue dress. She's seen near the parking lot, but apparently many other locations. Um, she was said to have possibly drowned in a pond, but there aren't any reports that substantiate that. And they also believe that she actually died from cholera based on like and maybe the maybe the park was just like a place that she liked to to go to or something. Well, the park was built in 1971, so more than likely she just lived on the property. Oh, she was on the land. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. 
But because she's a child and now all of a sudden there's an amusement park on her home. Yeah, that was that was her stoked as shit. Yeah, she's like, dude, there's a roller coaster in my backyard. I mean, and imagine too if she's looking like she's in a 19th century blue dress. She doesn't know what the heck a roller coaster is. If there were any that existed, it was like rickety old wooden circus roller coasters. Dude, if there's any intelligence to her, I imagine her being like this, this, like she's stuck in her image, right? Her 19th century stuff. Mm -hmm. But she's out there at the the amusement park screwing with people, having a good old time, slapping cotton candy out of little kids' hands, riding roller coasters. Yeah, you know that video I showed you, right? Where it was like, the three people on the roller coaster, but all of a sudden there was like a fourth, and then the next moment the fourth was gone. Yeah. It's like that. She'd be on the roller coaster with that. Oh, wow. That'd be fun. <laughs> um, let's see. Uh, her family moved to Vienna, Illinois after Jane had died of cholera. Home of the sausages. Um, but because <laughs> what? Vienna sausages. No, Vienna, Illinois. Yeah, just Vienna sausages. Oh my gosh, stop. No. <laughs> anyway. I'm on one tonight. I know. I'm like, I, I'm like so distracted. <laughs> I can't even focus. Do your focus need more focus? It's your own fault. So basically, Missouri Jane, it, they still see her at King's Island. So they believe her family left and moved to Illinois, but she's still stuck. In Ohio. I mean, that that's kind of sad to, to yeah. think about it. But also, I think that sometimes, you know, we, we've been thinking about this for a while or hypothesizing that, you know, time and space aren't really linear, like, in that world. Mm-hmm. So maybe she just jumps back and forth. Yeah, maybe. Like like uh, my last one like with Jesse James, how he'd go from the farm to the bar in Kentucky. Yeah. Well, they say that. She's seen skipping and playing hide and seek. And some of the employees apparently call her tram girl. Oh, I read about that. Yeah. Due to the fact that she likes to run out in front of the trams Mm -hmm. that the employees are driving to see if anyone dares to run her over. Right. Because she's apparently a psychotic (laughs) five-year-old. She likes to play. Don't hit me with trams. (laughs) She's playing chicken with the tram. Like, calm down. Settle down, tram girl. There was one story that I found that said in 2017, um, they didn't name the driver, but it was an employee was driving one of the trams on the way to the main parking lot. Pardon the page turn. <laughs> um, and was tired. So, you know, the employee wasn't paying attention very well and all of a sudden tram girl runs out in front of the tr- uh, of his tram and he stopped but it wasn't quick enough because he was tired so he actually thought he had hit her. oh no so he gets out checks the front doesn't see anything checks underneath the tram doesn't see anything checks around the area doesn't see any kid anywhere and there wasn't even any damage to the tram at all she just disappeared. Mm-hmm. That poor guy. Like, could you imagine right? thinking that you hit somebody? Especially a child. Oh, my God. A poor soul. Like. That'll haunt him for the rest of his life. I can imagine that. Because that's also. Yeah, you're driving a tram. 
but that has to cause some severe PTSD for driving in general. Yeah, heck yeah. Oh my god, like I I wouldn't even I'd be terrified to be like I'm never driving again. No, yeah, that, that'd <laughs> be terrifying. Like, can I get transferred to the cotton candy machine? Right. Thank you. Um. So, legend states. They say legend, but every time you hear legend, I swear, they just want it to be a legend. Right. They want you to know the real truth. But um, her tombstone was paved over. Oh, no. That's horrible. That's why they believe she now roams the park because she was disturbed. Yeah, that's horrible. And apparently since 1950, sorry, 1980, my glasses weren't working right. <laughs> um, 17 tombstones have gone missing, leading some to believe that this is a pattern. Oh, wow. So that's why I said you're like, oh, well, at least they didn't. But it seems like they're slowly just getting rid of the tombstones. But those bodies are still down there. Yeah, you're, you're still on hollow ground. And if they're doing that to eventually make room for more roller coasters, that's going to cause problems. It's going to yeah. cause big problems. That's a, yeah, that's not a good thing. So hopefully that's not what's happening. You have cursed roller coasters. That's what I'm saying. I'm going to have. Weird, that's terrifying. Don't don't start shit, off like, like that. It's a small world where their hair grows and yeah. shit like that. You don't want to tempt fate. Ugh. No way. Um. In. 1991 this was a weird thing i i actually found the news article because i didn't believe it okay but in 1991 three people were killed on site of the park within an hour of each other were they was it all related <laughs> so there's a pond mm -hmm. that's in the park and this one guy thinking he was being funny went to go hop in the park and something happened in that particular fountain where they have, you know, they have lines and stuff in there, but they should have been covered. The wire should have been covered, but something happened where it wasn't. He started to get electrocuted. Oh, no. So his friend goes over there and I think hops in there to help him out. Of course, he starts to get electrocuted. There's a security guard that sees what's going on and goes to help. Um so all three of them are getting electrocuted. Oh, my gosh. The two men that were in the pond died. Oh. Uh, the third, I think, was just like in critical condition. Um, and then just about an hour later, there was a woman that fell out of the flight commander ride 60 feet to her death. Oh, my gosh. Talk about a bad day. Now, what's what's weird is, like I said, I had to find the news article because there were some really messed up alternate versions of what happened. Like everybody has a different take on it? No, like people are creating um, an urban legend. Oh. Of some kind and distorting facts. Fan fiction? No, not fan <laughs> fiction. That's not it at all. Um, so what they were saying is that the woman died because she was looking at the dudes getting electrocuted and leaning over to see what was happening and fell out that way. And that's just, a, that was a weird thing to connect all three. I think they wanted to make it sound more ominous than yeah. it was, but there's a legitimate news article 
that I was able to find that, yes, it was odd because three of them died in one day, but they did not three all die simultaneously one after the other. It was within an hour. Could you imagine being like the person in charge of the park that day? And you're like, you're working throughout the day. And then, oh, oh uh, boss, we just, you know, we lost two guys. They're, they're, we got to go out there and deal with this, you know. You're like shit. Okay, gotta go deal with these two guys and mm-hmm. and their families and all that sadness. And then you're like, you're finishing up your day, and they're like, "Hey, boss. Um, so we got another dead person that right. we gotta go deal with. Oh my god, talk about a bad day." So some people believe that that this incident created spirits, but there wasn't anything or any reports to verify that those three people are still roam the park to link it. Yeah. It was just a really tragic incident, but I, want, I wanted to notate it. And I also wanted to notate the errors that I found because it's out there. It's, yeah. it's out there quite a lot. Like that version that she was looking at what was going on and tumbles out. And that just isn't the case. Yeah. It sounds, I mean, that sounds tragic though, for sure. Yeah. It's, it's honestly terrible. But I mean, that's those things you always fear about when you're going on a roller coaster. And ugh. I mean, that's part, partly what makes it exciting right the fear that's there and and, and the, the something could actually happen right that's that, terrifying that's where the adrenaline comes from that's why i didn't do any park that i went to because i didn't want to research at all and find <laughs> out that parks that i had been to are i just i didn't want to know <laughs> i didn't right. want to know who died what happened i'm like i'm gonna go to parks i've never been to well, let me tell you when i was doing my research on, on mine there i found a list like yeah. holy cow i i'm pretty sure you're gonna make me not want to go to one of them <laughs> okay so um there is another spirit that's been seen there that they have dubbed racer boy who is said to be a small boy dressed in white that's usually seen near sunset or after dark walking on the tracks of the racer ride on the tracks. So, um, because this happens, he's mostly reported by guests because they're like, Oh my God, there's a child on the tracks. Right. And they're not used to seeing it. Right. And they start to panic and they, they tell them, you know, Oh my gosh, there's, they usually see him either on the tracks or I guess in the tunnel okay. of the ride. Um, so there's apparently two out of four cars from the ride were from the original Coney Island park mm-hmm. that it took over. And there is a legend that a young boy had died on that ride in the car that was brought to Kings Island and why it's believed he's now seen. Hmm. So they believe that the boy that died on the ride on the Coney Island ride is the one that is now at Kings Island because they brought that. Oh, okay. That particular cart to the. That, so, the so he's, he went with the ride. Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. That's kind of a cool, a cool story. I mean, minus him being murdered by the. Well, yeah. I mean, ride, the murder part but... isn't cool. <laughs> obviously this poor tiny child i mean duh (laughs) but if you're a poor tiny child and you got to live out the rest of your life and haunt something an amusement park's pretty friggin' cool right (laughs) (laughs) so um there was a grad night that 
Kings Island hosted at the park uh, in May of 1983. Okay. Supposedly, a young man was intoxicated and had been climbing on the restricted areas of the Eiffel Tower ride Mm -hmm. and tragically fell to his death. Oh, no. He is now said to haunt the park and has been nicknamed Tower Johnny. Um, Who's Johnny? She's here. And I thought I wrote it down. I guess I didn't. Uh, the reason why his name was John, I believe it was John Harder. Oh. Um, was why they called him Tower Johnny. And sorry if you heard all that gross demon noise. That the, was our dog. The, the thing that sounded like the predator <laughs> was our dog yawning. She's terrifying yawning. Good lord. Mm-hmm. Here she goes. Yep, she's upset. Uh, so he is said to be seen looking at people from the tower or the fountain that's near the ride. And they also blame him for any electrical issues that, um, oh, sorry. They also blame him for any electrical issues and supposedly tripped sensors with no reason. And they, they actually are, they call them Johnny's when it happens. Oh, so they, they, they blame it on tower Johnny. Oh, it's a Johnny thing. Yeah. Okay. Like That's if, cool. the, if a sensor trips and they see there's no reason they're like, Oh great. It's a Johnny. Yeah. That's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. So these, I mean, they're not, they're not scary here. It's just, you know, some of the. They don't always have to be scary. So other haunts include a spirit that is said to be attached to the Whitewater Canyon rafting ride. Ooh, exciting. I like those rides, especially when it's like a hot day. Yeah. I actually don't like those rides. Oh, Oh, why? Because, I mean, maybe if it's at the end of the day. Yeah, that's what you use it for. But, like, I always get stuck doing it, like, at the in the middle of the day, and then I'm walking around sloshy, wet feet all day. Yeah, or that's not Getting fun. blisters and... Chafed oh, thighs. Chafed thighs oh. and buttocks. <laughs> buttocks. <laughs> Why would you say it like that? Gluteus maximus. No. Gluteus minimus. <laughs> Anyway, so I've read two different versions where they say that one is a child's ghost, bless you, Kraut, and the other is an older, grumpy man. But essentially, the stories of this spirit on this ride say that the rocks get thrown at the observational towers. Mm. They call the spirit Woody. And Woody is mainly noted in Observational Tower 2. Wow. Mm-hmm. Throwing rocks and shit. Dang, Woody. Why you gotta be throwing rocks and shit? That's why I like the grumpy old man version. That one just makes sense. Although, if it's a child, it could be like a little shit kid that throws shit. That makes sense, too. So, I guess maybe... Like just... Dennis the Menace. Yeah, so maybe it just decides if it wants to be Dennis or... What was the old... Dude's name in Dennis the Menace? I don't remember. Mr. Wilson? Mr. Wilson. Oh. Why do I remember I stuff know. like this? You can't even remember what you ate today, but like, you remember that shit. If I'm in a thought and I go away from that thought, I will forget it that instant. Yes. If I don't actually write it down. Yep. But I'll remember <laughs> stupid stuff like Dennis the Menace. Oh my god. Anyway. Welcome to being old. 
Yay. Um, also, on the Beast roller coaster that I had mentioned earlier. Yeah, the Beast. It is said that riders see glowing red eyes in the woods that are next to the ride. Ooh, spooky. Yes. Are they part of the ride? Are they just lights or? I don't think so. Maybe. It's called the Beast, so it's possible it could be part of the ride and people don't know. I don't know. It's possible. I definitely didn't research that. Mm, that's all right. Yeah. Still spooky. Yeah, you know, everyone can check it out themselves. Yeah. I don't want to. <laughs> Listen, I'm getting old and I already don't like roller coasters anymore. You add roller coasters and scary shit on it. No, thank you. Yeah. But here's where I'm going to go backward. Because as I mentioned, by the time I got to number two to research for my locations, I realized it was number one. But it was number one before number one was number one. Whoa. Yeah. That's a lot of so, math. <laughs> so this was King's Island before King's Island was King's Island. And they called it Coney Island of the West or just Coney Island. Oh. So it used to be called Coney Island of the West and then it became King's Island. Yes. Because somebody bought it out or... Taft Broadcasting, but I will get into that. Okay. Because I messed up, but that's just how you're going to get it. Boom, boom, boom. Because that's how you're going to get it. Never going to get it, never going to get it, never going to get it, never going to get it. So, this Coney Island location. Boo, 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 boo. <laughs> um, <laughs> just screwed you up so bad. I know. Because you know why? I was still singing the song in my head. I and I got to the boo, 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 boo part. I know. That's why when you did it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. Let me restart. <laughs> okay. So the land that Coney Island was on originally belonged to uh, the Hopewell Native Americans. Okay. And in 1867, James Parker, who was a farmer, had purchased 20 acres um, of their land in order to build a farm. Okay. Initially, he had planted a 400-tree apple orchard. <laughs> I'm, like, struggling to understand my word. I wrote better, I swear! <laughs> Initially, he had planted a 400-tree apple orchard, which began to make the place a nice area for travelers to stop at. So basically, what started to happen is he would see people would be, you know, traveling. They would come to rest. They would sit down beneath his apple trees. Okay. Because it was, it would be nice out. The especially shade. in the shade. Yeah. And you could relax for a bit. You could get fresh air. You could stop and rest your leg, stretch your legs. You know right. how it gets when you're driving around. Well, I don't know what they were driving back then. Maybe those carriages. Those really hurt. If that's mm -hmm. the case, you definitely need to stretch. Um, but once he saw that, he was like, well, wait, this would do better if I made it more of an actual like resting area as opposed to an apple orchard. Okay. So then he started to add picnic tables. He later added a dining hall, 
a dance hall, and a bowling alley. So he was just kind of doing this for the people as they're coming through. And then it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. He noticed that people enjoyed it, that they would stop. And he wanted them to stop where he was at. That's cool. Um, And the first merry-go-round was also built there. Oh, wow. Uh, the apple trees were eventually replaced with maple trees, and some of those maple trees still exist today. Dang. Well, I mean, that, that, that's crazy to yeah. think about that. But yeah, maple trees, they'll last a long, long time. Because it's at least, it's it's like a hundred and, well, I don't know when they would have planted it. I bet those it. things are huge. Probably the 1880s. Yeah, the, those things are huge. So you're probably like a 150-year-old tree. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So in 1886, James Parker sold his farm to the Ohio Grove Corporation. And they in turn opened Ohio Grove, the Coney Island of the West in June 1886. By 1887, it was simply known as Coney Island. Okay. So it only took a year and they're like, well, we'll just be Coney Island too. And then by 1924, it was purchased by George Schott and his brother, Edward. Okay. They put one million into the park immediately because they they just loved it. And what year was that? This was in 1924. One million in 1924 time. Mm -hmm. Damn, that's a lot of money. Mm -hmm. Because I I wish that I had... uh, the research i could go back to it but george shot kept ringing a bell to me and i think it's someone we talked about um in one of our nevada towns okay the name just it sounds familiar i i, I think that they probably made money and then came there mm. and purchased this went to ohio to purchase this amusement park basically. wow that's cool um so when they bought it they immediately put a million dollars into it and expanded it to 120 acres. Okay. Um, the world's largest flat surface pool exists there, and it was built in 1925. What is a flat surface pool? So, like the the Washington Monument in Washington. Oh, okay. That, Where it's, it's like that. Okay, just yeah. like a reflection pool. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, I didn't know either, but then I saw a photo, and I was like, oh, okay. Um, where was I at? Oh, and along the Moonlight Gardens, it's very beautiful, by the way, the Moonlight Gardens. They have like these trees and stuff around it. It's very pretty. Wow. Um. Oh, wow. But this was where George Schott was said to have died in 1935. He had a heart attack at one of their events. Mm-hmm. So sad. Sad. Um, there are other deaths that have occurred on property. It's said that a group of young men had decided to race at the edge of the sun, the sunlight pool to the island in the middle of it. Mm-hmm. And supposedly when they all dove in, one hit his head in the shallow end and drowned. Oh no. Um, this is the racer boy story. So a young boy was said to have been thrown from the scrambler and died when he was struck by another spinning car. Oh my gosh. I I believe that's the racer boy story. Um, it's also said a woman was on the merry-go-round 
got dizzy and attempted to exit, <clears throat> but was said to fall and hit her head. It, hold on, I have to turn the page. Oh my gosh. Cliffhanger. <laughs> Which later caused her death. I'm sorry I made you wait for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Uh, uh, that's funny. Um, so the hauntings that existed at the time, I think once they transported everything, um, it was all the other ones I read to you. But, mm-hmm. Um, there have been Native American chanting that was heard in the area. Okay. When the park is closed or the pool is drained for the season, there is laughing and splashing that can still be heard. Oh, wow. The merry-go-round music is heard when the ride is shut down. And George Schott uh, was also seen, sometimes with a woman, on the balcony of the Moonlight Gardens. And he's said to be in period clothing. Oh, man. So Coney Island was closed in 1971. It was a move made due to actor Fess Parker, who played Davy Crockett. Mm-hmm. Uh, basically, he announced that he was opening Frontierland in Kentucky, and the owners realized that the competition would kill them. Yeah. Um, so, How are you going to compete with that? Right. So they merged with Taft Broadcasting Company, and it was then transferred to Kings Island and re- um, uh, so basically Kings Island had gotten bits and pieces of Coney Island mm-hmm. and where Coney Island was, it was shut down. But in 1976, they actually ended up, um, reopening it and renovating it. They, there's no longer any roller coasters. Okay. Um, it's mainly a water park now. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. Oh, oh wow. Yes. But. Yeah, so I had to. Uh, I went forward and then went backward because I researched wrong. But that is Coney Island, now Kings Island. Yeah, that's pretty crazy, huh? Yeah. So much history there. A lot. And a lot, a lot of things that went down there. All right. Anyways. Moving on. Moving on. Well. So. Oh gosh. I'm gonna start us off a little bit light. Oh, okay, good. Well, I mean. When I was researching these, none of them were very, very scary, to be honest with you. Like I, the haunted ones that we we've looked in before, stuff is scary. These aren't as, as scary to me. Yeah. So, but either way, this one I'm doing. The first one I did was Six Flags New Orleans, also known as Jazzland. Ooh. So, Jazzland was originally opened in 2000 before Six Flags purchased the park and renamed it to Six Flags New Orleans. Mm. Before the park officially changed its name, it underwent some upgrades so that it would could officially be recognized as a Six Flags. Okay. Um, I just lost my spot. <laughs> <laughs> a Six Flags. And for some, left ja- or Jeff, or some of the people that are, were used to Jazzlands before said it, it was completely unrecognizable. It didn't look like Jazzline ever did before. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah, so they basically came in and just gutted everything and turned it around i see so um in 2005 however the park mm-hmm. was 80 percent demolished Ooh. by hurricane katrina yeah. and was left under four to seven feet of water for over a month oh my god some areas were under as much as 20 feet of water depending on the elevation of the ground that was tragic right 
Now, as you enter the grounds, you'll see a large decapitated clown head that what? was, yeah, just, I mean, like a massive statue of a clown head that just got swept away by the uh, floodwaters and is just going through the grounds. Oh my God. Um, everything in the whole property now is kind of being taken back by Mother Nature. So there's like trees and vines and stuff growing through it. So it kind of adds to that eerie feel, if you ask me, you know, like yeah. anytime, you, anytime I, I always like that to, the, to see when Mother Nature kind of takes things back. It is really cool, but it's like, it reminds me of like Planet of the Apes. Yeah. Right. Or like I am legend. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. I am legend. Um, graffiti's all covering a lot of the buildings since uh, a lot of vandals took over the areas after a while. Um, the hurricane subsequently left the park in a complete ruin and it was never open to the public again. Oh. Yeah, the mayor was reportedly going to have the park demolished and removed from the land, but even that would cost over $1.3 million. Oh my gosh. Yeah, just to just run it over. There have been plans to bring the park back to her former glory and uh, reopen it to the public, but nothing's ever come to fruition as the damage is too extensive and the project would essentially have to start over from scratch. Oh my gosh. Yeah. The park has, however, served as it's uh, in its current set of condition for movies just like Dawn of the Planet of the Apes, uh -huh. Jurassic Park, Deepwater Horizon, a um, couple, couple different movies that I didn't really recognize. But th these other ones where I recognize a little bit more. Um, cool. Yeah. The uh, park is currently closed and, and is closed to trespassing is prohibited. However, that never stops any daring explorers, ghost hunters from gaining access to the facility to investigate and take photos. Nope. Nope. Because these guys are just crazy and will do anything. Mm -hmm. And now I'm going to take a sip of water because my mouth is dry. This intermission brought to you by water. Mmm. Delicious. <laughs> Well, there's not many claims of anybody actually seeing a spec of like a full body spectral apparition. Um, the park is still considered to be one of the most haunted amusement parks in the entire country. Ugh. Many explorers report feeling the uh, the feeling of being watched the entire time they're in the in their uh, park. Uh, they feel a, just like a general uneasiness, like something's just kind of on top of them. Mm. Uh, motors are heard starting up, and metal banging is heard all throughout the park as well there's no power in there oh my gosh nothing there's no power at all so there was nothing to actually activate any of this stuff anything to turn on the park is completely black that's just not safe to go out there because who knows who's been living in there for how long and knows that location better than you and that's one of the things you always have to consider when you're right. doing like urban exploring because unless you cleared the park or you cleared a building or something, there could actually be something actually living in there. That could be the banging. That could be the motor sounds. There could be animals taking over. Yeah. It oh. could be generators starting up or something because there's homeless people that might be living there. I mean, a if I, a jet ski gang for all, you know, right. I mean, if I was a homeless <laughs> guy, I would, that's what I would do. I'd live in something like that. So, but anyways, I digress. In some of the areas of the park that are, are now ruined, lights have been seen to turn on and off and flicker. Again, no power. Oh. Yeah. So, um, investigators have tried to come up with explanations for this activity, but have only come up short because, again, there's no power. So, there's no explanation. If, how can you explain lights turning on and off and flickering if there's just no power? Right. You know? 
Um, it's as if the parks never stopped working and all the parts are still moving and entertaining guests. Mm. But there's nobody around. It makes no sense that this would continue to still be happening. And so it's like everything's still going on. But when you look around, it's not. Do you know what's in that area? <clears throat> like, is there some type of stone that would it, replay it? I don't really know. I mean, I mean. It, it's where Hurricane Katrina was. So, I mean, there's Maybe a lot of water. Just a traumatic event just yeah. in. That could be there. They're all, there's so much water around. I would assume that could also keep it, you know, let mm -hmm. it flow like a conduit. So, um, it does make sense, though, that this would continue to be an active place for all those lost souls by the hurricane, as we lost over 14,000 people due, due to the hurricane. <sighs> Not only just from the the, the winds and the, all, the storm, but like the impending flood water right. afterward, the famine that yep. took place because they couldn't get any shelter or food mm -hmm. for so long. It was awful. Uh, yeah, it was horrible. The park is uh, where I, I think where a lot of those lost souls would go to have fun. You know, yeah. if, if they're, again, an intelligent spirit, maybe they just go have fun at the park. Yeah, maybe the park... In their plane still exists. So yeah, they they, they live there, so maybe they were used to go to that park, and why wouldn't they still go there and have fun? That's nice. Yeah, it's a dead man's party. Dun, 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 dun. Who could ask for more? Dun, 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 dun. <laughs> I love how you just always go with me. So, leave your body and soul at the door. <laughs> <laughs> anyways explorers to the park that have been going there are uh, hearing a lot of phantom noises throughout the park that they can never determine uh, where the location's coming from they can never determine what's causing them people claim to hear literally like sounds like these rides are turning on and they're just riding like they're hearing the, the carts going through they're hearing the trains going through they're, oh. they're hearing the swings they're hearing it like actually going that would freak me out now and again they're not actually seeing anything they're just hearing it Oof. in my opinion i think that there this is a type of residual haunt mostly yeah. i don't actually think there's a lot of intelligent spirits going here because everything seems like it's just replaying sounds. yeah it's it sounds and it's replaying <laughs> and that just to me sounds like a residual haunt you know and i think it's partially because it was such a sudden demise for this yeah. this park it it was boom hit and gone and that was the end of that park and all that fun and all that activity that was the end and never came back so oh. nobody's ever re, um reported any kind of like malevolent spirits or anything mm -hmm. so that's always good to that's hear good. but there is still stuff happening yeah and yeah that's yeah interesting so not not a lot going on there no. I, I think with these parks so i do think it's just a lot of um a lot of residual because there's all that energy that's always been there right and it's just you know it's gonna replay it their energy positive energy and excitement is just the same as when something bad happens it's a it's a sudden energy that makes you jump a little bit and yeah. i think that just is what creates the 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 memory. That's cool. Yeah. So I had that my first one was kind of a short one. No, I like it. Yay. Well, you said it's starting off light, so I'm a little nervous for your next one, but my next one's not. No, I don't think any of them are really too scary. Okay. Yeah. All right. All right.
right. So next I am going to Cedar Point Amusement Park in Sandusky, Ohio. Again with Ohio. By the way, I love the name Sandusky. Yeah? Why? I don't know, but it's fabulous to say. It's like sim- simply San- Sandusky. Sandusky. Is there any other way? Sandusky. It's so nice. Sandusky. <laughs> a place to drink some wine. Oh. Is that true? I don't know. Sandusky. Your grandmother would like it here. <laughs> Sandusky. We like our dogs a lot. All right, moving on. Sandusky. No, stop it. <laughs> no more. No. Cut it out. Cut it out. We have 17 breweries. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm trying to move forward. You're wasting my time. How dare you? Sandusky. We're a waste of time. <laughs> <laughs> I give up. This is it, weirdos. This is the day you hear me quit. Okay, bye. <laughs> Oh, you butt face. Anyway, so Cedar Point opened in. Wow, really? (laughs) That seems like a long time ago. (laughs) I researched this really early on and have already moved on to new research. That's why I'm sorry. You just completely forgot what you already researched. (laughs) Yeah. Oh my, oh my gosh, remove this from here. Okay. <laughs> Cedar Point opened in 1870, currently sees 3.2 million a year, and currently has, oh sorry, currently on 364 acres and 71 rides. Whoa. 71. All that in Sandusky. You know what's completely unfair about these amusement parks is that you have to pay all this money, side rent, by the way, to go in. There is no possible way, even for this ride, this, I don't know what, what traffic is like there. You could not get all 71 rides in, in a oh, day. Oh, hell no. That's, that, that, that's a week-long experience. That is ridiculous. Especially standing in lines. Mm-hmm. Two hour lines, yeah, you're 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 never gonna get through that park. You gotta go back seventeen times. Right. Good thing Sandusky's so beautiful. Sandusky. Sandusky. <laughs> All right. So there's an area in Cedar Point called Frontier Town. And in Frontier Town, there used to be a carousel that had been known to have an apparition of a woman on a military horse. On the ride. So the story goes that the woman was the wife of the man who had carved the horses for the carousel. Okay. The reason people believe she's continues to haunt um, is that the husband actually caught her cheating with a jockey from the local track. And he shot the both of them. I'm, st- I'm still just in awe that ho- those merry-go-round horses are carved out of wood. Well, I don't know if, I mean, now this is 
1870. So it was probably a very different Marigarum than what oh, we yeah, know for nowadays. Sure. Um, I'm sure the newer ones are manufactured. Um, but basically, um, he had shot the both of them. There is another story, though, that says the husband um, put the wife's remains within the military horse. Okay. And that's why she's always seen on that particular horse is because her remains are still inside of it. Ooh, that's not okay. Like, right? I hope that's not accurate. And wouldn't you smell it or is it, did he just seal it so well? That, that's like, gotta be an urban legend. That, yeah, that's, that's like, uh No. Ugh. That's like that Love Roller Coaster one that really freaked me out. Roller Coaster. And then for it to be false is great. Yeah, right? Anyway. So, um, others claim that they could feel that the horses were actually moving. Um, or when they would come off of the ride, they would actually have a horse bite on their leg. Oh, wow. Which is like crazy like that's be horrible jeez um so the carousel was moved in 1995 to dorney park but the military horse was removed from the carousel and is currently on display at frontier town museum at cedar point oh i wonder if, if the spirit goes to that too so yeah i i mean she might still be seen there maybe that's and that's very interesting right yeah and then um in the frontier trail lies cj's provisions which is said by employees to that that they have seen shadow figures that go past the door prior to the park's opening so basically when people shouldn't be walking past the door they see shadow figures going back and forth oh um Legend claims that there's a young woman that's seen wandering the frontier trail and they believe she's looking for her boyfriend slash husband, depending okay. on what story you're reading. Okay. Um, there was a prior employee that claimed they would leave sponges in the sink by the fudge area and walk away and the sponge would disappear and sometimes reappear in other areas. Oh, wow. Um, We've had experiences like that before. Right. Shit always getting misplaced. Yep. Tricky little spirits. There's a spirit of a young boy that is seen um, in and near the Breakwater Cafe. Mm -hmm. Supposedly, this young boy drowned in Lake Erie, which is near where the patio of the cafe currently resides. Oh, wow. And why they believe that they see him. Mm. Which is sad. It's always sad when you see kid ghosts that are actually kid ghosts and not like demons. Yeah. Yeah, that is sad. Nobody wants to see kid ghosts. Right? I agree. <laughs> I'm making a lot of noise in my papers. Yes. So there's a hotel on site as well um, on Cedar Point called Hotel Breakers. And is Cedar Point's old oldest hotel. In room 169, a guest named Mary supposedly hung herself in the bathroom. 
reports started as early as the 1900s. Um, there were basically reports are in that the shower turn on and off by itself. Okay. And that there are problems with electrical devices usually in that room. Oh, wow. Okay. And then they, like they also just stop, stop working or something or malfunction. It didn't really go into detail. It, sorry. It just said, um, problems with those devices. Okay. And then there's also crying and other strange sounds are. Oh, that's always gross, right? Yeah. I mean, especially if she hung herself, you got to imagine she <clears throat> was going through some shit beforehand. Yeah. And there was probably a lot of crying. Yeah, that's sad. And that's that's sad because not only like I'm sure that room is heavy. Oh, yeah, for sure. Oh. That's really sad. That is so sad. Um, and then there's a balcony that's said to make females feel as if something is trying to pull them over the ledge. Okay. There's a story that uh, says that a man had jumped off of the balcony in a suicide pact with his female lover. Um, but she had chosen to grab the ledge and pull herself up to safety. Oh, no. Yeah. So basically now... In revenge, the reason women feel that pull is that he's trying to pull them down to be with him because he does you know, he he went down there and his love did not follow him. Oh man. Yeah, that's mean. That sucks. Why would you get into a suicide pact and then be like, nope? That get it? sucks, man. Because I mean that's just terrible. <laughs> oh my god. Oh my god, oh my god. There's also a TGI Fridays that's inside the hotel and it receives reports of faceless apparitions mm -hmm. and pictures on the wall move on their own. There's also reports that claim that music can sometimes be heard from the ballroom and spectral dancers can be seen. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Spectral dancers. Hey, girl. And that is Cedar Point. Oh, gosh, I keep hitting this dang thing. It's just in my face. That's perfect timing because apparently there's a huge jet flying over. Like, seriously, when does that ever happen? Uh, I've never heard a jet that big fly over here. <laughs> we got like just little teeny tiny planes. They're like, we must interfere with our podcast. Yeah. They yeah. can never talk about Ohio. <laughs> Sandusky. Sandusky. We like it here. <laughs> you should make all the bumper stickers for Sandusky. I feel like they would approve. These are very mm. nice sayings. Sandusky, we win the flower contest every year. <laughs> Moving on, what's your final story? Let's get past it because well, it's not in Sandusky. You need to go past it so I have time. <laughs> To calm down from whatever spookies you're going to read. It's not even that. You said bad. there was a lot. No, I mean, no. So the the thing that I was saying that there's a lot of was during my research, I of my place, which was is actually Disneyland. Uh, um, doo -doo -doo. Yeah, it was. Uh, I was. I wanted to kind of see like what could be causing hauntings and stuff like that, and then I wanted. To, I started looking at like accidents at Disneyland and. Ugh. Um, yeah, I don't have enough paper. 
yeah to print out that many Yeesh. like it was i mean and it goes back to the beginning of disneyland you know yeah. it, it just was like holy cow there was so much that the you know, things that they're happening there they're getting behind the scenes that you don't see you know right? but people are getting hurt so anyways i digress it's actually interesting mm-hmm. that um, we're doing Disneyland because <clears throat> a portion of our family is currently at Disneyland. They are, especially one little dude, Loopy. Oh, little loops. Kalaluhi. Yeah. Yeah, he's out there having a good time right now. Yeah, my sisters and nephew and brother-in-law and his sister and their family. It's like a giant group that went out. I think. Yeah, they're out there having a good old time. Yep. So... Not right now. They're probably eating dinner or already getting ready to go to bed. Or churros. There's always time for churros. Right. (laughs) So the Disneyland theme park, originally just known as Disneyland, Mm -hmm. was originally built in Anaheim. And it opened its doors on July 17th, 1955. Wow. It was the only theme park designed and built to completion under the direct supervision of oh Walt God. Disney himself. <laughs> so he, he actually had everything to do with Disney. Yeah, he did. Right. So it was literally known to be the happiest place on earth for over 66 years and has served over 18 million visitors. Oh my God. Yeah. And that's per year. And that's just Disneyland Anaheim. Yeah. That's that's 18 million visitors per year mm-hmm. for 66 years. I know. There was only 3.2 million at, at Cedar Point. That's crazy. Or, no, Kings Island. Just think of that. So it's no wonder that some of that energy might get left behind from time to time. Right. There seem to be reports of sightings all throughout the park and even in places where the original rides no longer exist. Some of the spirits that roam the park have even died here tragically in accidents while on rides at the park. Oh, no. Yeah. So it seems that's not always sunshine and rainbows in Southern California's Disneyland theme park. All right. Now back to not being that guy. Uh, the park is great at entertaining its guests and maintaining its bright and sunny exterior, but it does come at a cost because like i was telling you earlier people get hurt um while researching disneyland i found accidents after accidents after accidents um that happened behind the scenes or just on the park grounds and it it does seem that uh, you know some of it is maybe the fault of like the the disneyland employees or or the 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 people that are working there but actually most of it is due to the negligence of the park goers themselves Mm-hmm. Um, at least that's what they're reporting it as. Right. Um, but it could be like medical histories that they, you know, people have heart attacks or got, got hurt or something like that, or they weren't ready for the ride, you know, stuff like that. Or yeah, people get drunk and stuff like that. And then they'll act out. And I've seen fights at Disneyland before. So it's the happiest place on earth. People. Yeah, man. Didn't you get the memo? Yeah. The happiest place on earth. And one of the most expensive states to live in the happiest place on earth to stand in line for three hours yeah for one ride yeah so there's there's actually a pretty long history of violence that occurred on the park grounds 
whether it's between the visitors getting angry in long lines or having too much to drink. There was actually full riots. What? Yeah, there was a full riot caused by a band of yippies on August 6, 1970. Yeah. So they were, it was like during like the hippie time and everything, but they were, uh, I think they were protesting like uh, the, the war and the, 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 the couple of things. But uh, it actually, the, the, they, they started a whole riot in there at, and it was like near the Bank of America. It, they had to get, what was it? I think five different uh, Orange County agencies, like different police agencies, to face off against them. You still didn't tell me what a yippie is. The yippies were they were they were a bunch of people that they they were like they were hippies, but they they were essentially protagonists or antagonists, however you looked at them. They were against like the war, and they were against mm. like uh, some of the things that like Bank of America was doing, um, and, and I think something with the, how they were funding part of the war. So they were actually going to march against Bank of America. I wonder why they called them yippies. Though. I don't know. That's just what they call them. Mm. So. The the so they they had to get all these agencies together. Um, this also closed down the park that day as the yippies gathered to advance on Bank of America's branch, being met with a wall of Disneyland riot cops with Billy Cubs. What? Disneyland riot cops. Did you know Disneyland has their own riot cops? No. Apparently they do. So heated words were said. And as tensions rose over the current political climate and, of course, the shoving and, uh, you know, fisticuffs ensuing, yeah. yeah, shit went down. Fisticuffs. Yeah, fisticuffs. People got beat up that day. This was actually one of the only times the park has ever known to close. Um, the other time, one of the other times was after JFK's ass- assassination. And COVID. <laughs> well, now we know COVID. Yep. But, um, and the one prior to that was 9-11. Oof. Yeah. So, oh, all the horrible things. Yeah. So that 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 riot actually shut down operations that day. So. I mean, it's the happiest. They were happily rioting, I bet. Mm-hmm. But <laughs> like with all that, you know, there, there's all these different stories of, of, you know, spirits that are going around in the background. Um, it's funny. You had a spirit on your your last one on the monorail because I have one as on the monorail as well. It's It's the monorail spirit. So we're going to talk about the monorail. Well, it wasn't a monorail. Yours was a tram, right? She just ran in front of the the trams that they would be taking people to and from. Oh, I was envisioning you know, like I was I was trams. envisioning a tram like on a track or something no, like that. No, it's like those parking lot trams where they pick people up and I got you, like the giant the golf cart thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Well, this one's on a tram, so maybe not exactly the same. So monorail. Yeah, this is the monorail spirit. Um, he is known to haunt, uh, the monorail and is, he was known, uh, as, as we know, sometimes haunts are created by tragic accidents. They have occurred. And this is just one of the, the same idea. You know, one of the earliest people to die at Disneyland was a man who died in 1966 named Thomas Guy while trying to sneak into the park during a high school grad night as the park closed early to host the local high school event, a man climbed the fence and then climbed onto the monorail track. He was planning to walk across the track and then down until like where he could find a place to get off on one of the ladders. Uh, unfortunately, though, there was still a train on the track, oh, gosh. and it ended up running him over and killing the young man. Oh, no. Yeah. There are reports from monorail drivers over the years, though, stating that they've seen the spirit of the young man still walking on the tracks, possibly trying to find a place to get down from the rails. 
Thomas only seems to be seen at night and he vanishes anytime he sees a tram. So like as the trams come up, he just dissipates. That's terrifying. Right? I wouldn't want to see that because that would scare me shitless. I think we'd be running someone over. Again, yeah. And again, you're like it's like these these poor tram drivers and, 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 and monorail drivers. Could you imagine like having to deal with that? Like you think you're gonna run somebody over every day. That's terrifying. So I thought it was interesting because your story also included a a, a kid on a grad night right an amusement park yeah that's what that killed. that was a, a a similar a similarity that we had too yeah, yeah it was the grad night yeah we didn't even plan that yeah and and you know disneyland's known for having like stuff like that grad nights i mean we we had high school proms and homecomings and stuff at disneyland too please don't even talk to me about your privileged high school <laughs> days i don't want to hear it uh, i went to high school in nevada oh yeah they don't care about schools in nevada clearly not as we can see so my next one though is the dolly's dip spirit the what mm-hmm. that's the dolly's dip spirit Ooh. two people have reportedly died on the matterhorn bo- or matterhorn bobsleds over the years oh. and one of them is believed to have never left <gasps> a woman named dolly was riding the bobsled in 1984 and she was thrown from her bobsled onto the tracks where another cart was traveling which eventually struck her and ended up killing her. Oof. Apparently, her seatbelt was unbuckled, but it was unclear if she unbuckled it herself or, or how that happened. Oh my gosh. At least one former employee or cast member, as they call him, who uh, used to work the attraction, claims to have had run ins with the spirit. Reports of feeling uneasy or even seeing the actual spirit of Dolly at Dolly's Zip have been made, especially at night while walking through the attraction. Because I guess they have to walk through it to check it at night. Right. Make sure there's yeah. nothing on it. Yeah. Exactly. Um, some people claim to have uh, seen Dolly's spirit, but most encounters of her are, are a feeling of her presence. Mm. At closing of every night, employees have to walk the tracks of the Matterhorn looking for any lost and found items to return to the visitors. Some claim to feel Dolly watching them as they walk the tracks and even say they start acknowledging her by saying hi Hi, Dolly. We're just coming in to get things. One area of the tracks seems to be uh, the most looming area, and it's where Dolly was actually killed. Oddly enough, the lights in this area always seem to be burnt out. Oh, my gosh. I think I know what area that is. Yeah. And and like they they literally they said that they they, they change them all the time and they just burn right, right back out. I just. I just thought that that was part of the ride, but I know exactly what part of the ride. Do you really? Yeah, because there's always a part that I thought was like so terrifying because it's so much darker than the rest. Okay. I just thought that they had shades like, you know, where it was darker in different areas of the ride. But I don't know. Maybe not. That's crazy. I don't know exactly where Dolly's Dip is in the ride, but I've been on that ride enough times to know where the dark parts are. Yeah. (laughs) <laughs> that's cool though i mean that, that, that that's something you can relate to the that experience then yeah that's that's why i didn't want to do disneyland and why i said <laughs> now you're gonna make me not want to go there ever again but she doesn't scare anybody really i mean she's she's just there you know it's just a story of her spirit being there it's probably probably mostly residual yeah so another one though is walt disney himself oh boy Reportedly, Walt Disney himself has been known to still roam the park as he has been seen in several locations. 
One particular place that Walt Disney has seen in is his apartment above the Main Street Firehouse, mm. where he used to stay and where he's sleep when he would uh, be sleeping at the park overnight. There is a light that Walt Walt used to use to light the room, uh, the window actually. So he was basically letting cast members know that he was there. Okay. Yeah. So as the story goes, after Walt died, a cast member was cleaning the apartment and turned the light uh, turned it off as upon leaving. As she reached the street level and looked back up at the apartment window, she noticed the light was turned back on. <laughs> now the light was always left on to symbolize that Walt was there. So she was kind of baffled by this. So she went back up, turned it off. I think she even unplugged it, came back down, and it was back on again. So <laughs> it's like, like, I'm still here. Woman. Yeah. So he, it's basically like, He's saying, Walt, he's saying, I'm still here. You know, mm-hmm. I, I'm, I haven't left. I'm still here. Yeah. He's also uh, known to have a bad smoking habit. Um, however, his wife never wanted him to be seen around the kids. His, his wife, Lily, and uh, uh, never wanted him to be seen smoking around the kids. Uh, so Walt will go out to the back staircase behind his apartment to smoke. But after he died, people can still smell Walt smoking back there to this day. And it's it's not like it's just smoke like in the wood or anything. It's like mm-hmm. somebody was just there. Oh wow! Security team members have even tried to find the source of the smoke, but anytime they investigate it, they never find anything. It just smells like somebody had just got done smoking. That's crazy. Yeah. There's also claims of a spirit that resembles Walt standing just outside the castle drawbridge mm. waving as the park closes oh he appears he appears to stand there waving for about 20 seconds and then slowly disappears that's nice he's like thanks for coming to my park not all spirits are bad walt loved doing stuff like that and he put so much time and energy into the park he still loves it from the sounds of it right he he built himself an apartment so he could spend more time there and it wasn't like this lavish apartment it's like an 800 square foot apartment yeah it's like like this little probably attic right exactly so the last one i have is the locker room ghost Okay, cool. You you kept a bunch of rides out, so I'm glad about that. Yeah, Thank yeah. You. Well, I mean, and, and I mean, there there are rumors of different. We've all heard those ones. I wanted to kind of go with ones that I wasn't too familiar with. You know, I, like I, it, yeah. I I've heard the Pirates of the Caribbean one, and with the, the little boy in there that that's in there. I've heard the ones um, it, it's a small world. There's like rumors of kids, and it's a small world. You know that there's really rumors of ghosts all throughout disneyland there's yeah. even on the the, the little uh what is it tom sawyer's island yep. there's stories about kids there i think there was actually kids that drowned in um the water there and and yeah. when they were trying to try to get to it right no they they were on the island and the park closed yeah. and they were trying to get back and they swam across and drowned those kids are also known to haunt the area too yeah. so but i didn't want to go into all those yeah. I, I just wanted to pick a couple that were Maybe a little less known. I liked Walt Disney. That's a cool story because yeah, he nice. put so much energy in there. So the last one's the locker room ghost. So one ghost or one guest came, uh, claimed to have been uh, in the locker room before going to lunch. They wanted to drop off some stuff they got throughout the day and before heading to eat. So they decided to rent a locker. As they were unloading, one of the girls noticed another young girl digging in the locker in the corner, crouched down near the ground. She noticed that she continued to stay there for a long time, so she kind of kept an eye on her to make sure she was okay. The girl appeared to be playing with a long yellow skirt 
as if she was dusting it off. She noticed the pattern seemed to be out of place as it seemed to be, it had like polka dots or strawberries, kind of like a pattern on there. Like something you would wear for like a, like a spring event, mm. you know, um, like an Easter event or something like that. Uh, she looked away as her sister was stuffing their belongings in the locker and suddenly noticed the girl was now standing and staring at them with her short, dirty blonde hair and the skirt went down to her uh, ankles. She looked away again. And when she looked back a second later, the girl was gone. Wow. The locker was empty. They went back over to look into the locker. They opened it up. There's nothing there. There was no sign of the girl. Oh. She just disappeared. Weird. Who's the girl? Like, there's this, this one random, one or two random stories about the girl in the locker room. Like, we know who the, the one in Disney, or who Walt Disney is. We know who the boy in the in, in Pirates of the Caribbean is. We we know about the kids and you know we know all those. Who's this girl? Well, and and how many other times are people not paying her any mind because they're too busy? Because Disneyland gets pretty crowded nowadays. Yeah. And why is she there still? What, is she sad? It, it feels like she maybe got lost and maybe never found or something. Mm. She's probably waiting to be found. That that's the one that kind of stuck out to me because there's not like, like you know the backstory of Walt Disney. Obviously, yeah. you know that you know you know these different stories, and we we've heard all the rumors and and things like that. But this girl, like, it didn't really have much. It was just like she just disappeared. She yeah. looked like she was kind of sad for a moment in the corner, digging around, and then she was just, hey, look at my dress, and boom, I'm out. Yeah. So it's crazy. Yeah, but. That's my story on Disneyland. Well, that's that's, good. that's not scary. bad at all. No, I didn't. I didn't want to go too scary this time. Disneyland's the happiest place on earth. I'm, yes. I also don't want to be sued by Disneyland. <laughs> but. You won't be sued. You'll just disappear. <laughs> oh Disneyland my gosh! Disneyland makes shit happen. They sure Actually, do. I should say Disney. You know, I I've had a lot of uh, people that in my time that I've known that work there as um their their uh, cast members that yep. like this so so called be called and. I actually never had any complaints. Uh, a lot of people are very fond of their years at Disneyland. Yeah. Um, yeah. You, you and I both know some people from that we used to work with too. Huh? I actually feel like I should probably reach out and find out if they've had any paranormal experiences because it's, yeah. it, they worked there for years. Yeah. And, and I mean, everybody talks about it fondly. You know, it, it was like the time of their life when they did yeah. it. So it's pretty cool. I mean, hey, that would be a great, especially if you're an actual character, like you're, you know, um, what are you going to, like one of the Pirates of the Caribbean guys or something like that? Yeah. That'd be great. Totally. Jack Sparrow, the guy that plays Jack Sparrow is awesome. Oh, he's really good. Yeah. Not, Do that every day? Yeah. Walk around like you're pretend drunk, maybe really drunk. And everybody loves you? Yeah. Right? That's fun. Absolutely. Absolutely. Although I bet you I'd like to hear the stories of the princesses at Disneyland. I bet you there's so many skeevy dads. Oh, don't even. I guarantee it. I guarantee Ew. it. Ew. I bet you they get so many gross offers. Oh. I bet you that story's out there. I'm going to look that one up. Why would you want to find that out? I'm just curious now. Ew. Anyways. Anyway, where it is. That's it. We did a, we did a thing, guys. That was it. I'm glad you stuck around for it. If you did. <laughs> <laughs> the person listening to this is the winner. You won. 
<laughs> Anyways, guys, thanks for listening to our our this podcast. This was a fun one. I had a good time. Yeah. Yeah. Where where they can find us well, at? Well, first I would like to request that um, on we we're on I think most of the podcast apps. Yeah, wherever that you listen you can to podcasts. Find, Apple Podcasts, Google, Spotify, Anchor, Anchor, Stitcher, mm-hmm. Breaker. Um, so whichever one you are listening to us on, whatever format they have, please review rate yeah however it 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 says it if you could do that yeah man that would be awesome tell your friends about us yeah uh and if you have questions stories experiences relatives experiences um co-workers i don't even know if you work somewhere and you want to tell us about it um, go ahead and email us at baronormalpodcast at gmail.com. That's baronormalpodcast at gmail.com. And we have the fast books and Instagrams and TikTok. Yes, we do. And it's Baronormal Podcast on all three. So follow us there. We post dumb shit all the time. That's right. So, anyway, where does my, my energy level is clearly fading? I'm. I'm fading fast. It's past our bedtime, guys. So, all right. It's 9.09. It's time to go to bed. All right. Bye, weirdos. Bye. I love you. I love you. I love you. (laughs) Now it's awkward.